0: Well, good day to you, friends. It is good to be with God's people here. And if you would now, please join me in a prayer for illumination. Lord of all creation, by the presence and power of your Holy Spirit, open our hearts and minds this hour, that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what you say to us today. Through Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. So friends, in the reading that we'll hear shortly, Matthew offers three marvelous images for us to muse upon. I think he may have been hoping to inspire, provoke, and encourage people just like us to play our part in God's great work of blessing the creation, to play our part. Therefore, let us attend with reverent expectation our hearing of God's Word. From Matthew chapter 13, that same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the lake. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, listen, a sower went out to sow and as he sowed some seeds fell on the path and the birds came and ate them up other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil and they sprang up quickly since they had no depth of soil but when the sun rose they were scorched and since they had no root they Withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Hear the parable of the sower. As for what was sown on the good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another 60, in another 30. The word of God for a people God dearly loves. Thanks be to God. So as this story begins, we find Jesus in a house one day. It happens to be a house of prayer, a synagogue. And in it, Jesus has been teaching and healing and talking to a number of people, both supporters and opponents. One of them tells him that his mother and brothers are outside wanting to speak with him. And he responds by pointing to his disciples there in the house and declaring, here are my mother and brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. And then Matthew tells us, and this is the first of those images, that same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. He went out of the house. How come, I wonder? Was it to get away from his opponents in there, from the press of all the people that were clamoring for his attention that day in that place? Honestly, I don't think so. I think Jesus went out because he was outgoing and perhaps because his mother was out there and she wanted to talk with him a bit. Okay, mom. Jesus went out to engage with others, to continue his ministry, to widen his work of blessing. He went out to engage with others. It was a great big world with all kinds and conditions of people in it, all kinds of needs and challenges and possibilities an immense field in which to labor. And as nice as that house of prayer might have been, even as nice as this one, perhaps, Jesus knew that he had to get out there, into it, into that great big field. He had to offer there also his compassion and counsel his wide, warm welcome, his embrace of the marginalized, his invitation into life with God. Christ had holy work to accomplish in creation, in and with and through people of all kinds, near and far. And he was truly eager to be at it. Christ was eagerly outgoing And trust me on this, if you can. He still is. He lives. He loves. He is energetically engaged with people. He is in the field and on the job. And if you and I will look, if we'll look with the right kind of eyes, we can find him working everywhere we can. For as Gerard Manley Hopkins put it, Christ plays in 10,000 places, lovely in limbs and lovely in eyes, not his. Plays to the Father through the features of men's faces and women's faces. All the time, I would say. He is decidedly outgoing. That's the first inspiring image Matthew spreads before us this Sabbath morning. And the second flows out of the first, I think. It's the image of Christ seated for teaching in the center of a crowd. Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, we're told, and picture this, great crowds gathered all around him, great crowds around him. There he was on that day, as he would be on so many others, surrounded by people, an immense crowd of all kinds and conditions of folks, the longing the curious, persons hungry for welcome, his welcome, for his help, wise counsel, his healing touch, for his life-restoring love, and the extraordinary hope he ignited within those who came and gathered around him, the hope. Some of them even stood in the water to be close to him until he moved offshore a bit. Jesus, you see, was literally the center of their attention. And I'm guessing also of their intention. Many of those persons, I think, realized that he was someone, that actually he was the one, around whom they could build their lives, build life anew. I'm also guessing that many of us have come to that realization as well. That for us as well, Christ is central, central to our self-understanding, to our past and to our future. We may even sense that Jesus is central to everyone's past and future and to everything in creation. Whether or not folks know it or acknowledge it or live as if he is. That's so. It is so. He is central. He has been from the beginning. And he will be to the end. This, friends, is a deep understanding of Jesus. Of the Christ. A deep understanding. As the Apostle Paul put it in his letter to the Colossians, Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, all things have been created through him and for him. He is himself before all things, and in him, Paul says, in him, all things hold together. All things hold together in him. Some of you may know the uh, poem William Butler Yeats wrote just after World War I, when so many people, so many were gripped by this sickening sense that the world had gone over the edge. Everything was in flux, in turmoil, unmoored, and deteriorating rapidly. Yeats wrote, turning and turning in the widening gyre, the falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things fall apart, the center cannot hold, mere anarchy is loosed upon the world, the center cannot hold, he wrote. One hundred years ago. His description may sound strangely familiar to some of us here. This, I would say distressingly, is how things feel for many of us now. However, I would maintain that the center... Yates wrote about in his poem and the center Paul pointed to are not one and the same for Christ is the deep center of creation the anchoring center foundational, immovable sure what can move What can fail, what can come apart, what Yeats was describing, could not be Christ, but only one of the artificial, temporary, passable centers that we've constructed for ourselves. You know, Rome's empire rises. But it also falls. Jesus, at the center of that gathered crowd in Galilee, Christ, by whose love and summons you and I have been drawn close, Christ is the deep, abiding, eternal center. He whose compassion flows constantly to us, whose grace is profoundly generative, He holds us dear and surely. We simply cannot be separated from anything from Him or His creative love. We will not be separated. Our center. And with that, we've come to the third and final image Matthew spreads before us. It is Jesus' own image of the sower. Something like the fellow, perhaps, in Van Gogh's picture on the front of the bulletin, the sower. Finding himself at the center of a great, hopeful, expectant crowd. Jesus decided to give them something. He gave them a way to see and understand what it was He was doing in the world, what He was doing with them. He wanted them to know why He was at it and what they could expect to see as a result of sharing in life and effort with him. He wanted them to know, so he used this parable. There was, Jesus indicated, something really big going on in creation, in God's good creation. A sower went out to sow and the seed went everywhere, (laughs) everywhere. Some fed the birds, helped keep them alive, maybe they were grateful, who knows. (laughs) Some fell on thin soil, rocky stuff. It grew up quickly, trying to survive, but then when the sun came out it withered. It became compost, you might say. And then perhaps earthworms came and lived in it, improving the soil. So that the next time the seed that was sown there did better. Some seed, says Jesus, fell straight away into good soil. And that ground brought forth grain, more seed in abundance 30 60 even a hundredfold from which more seeds could be sown more plants nurtured and harvested more bread made more lives sustained so that even more sowers could then go out and sow the seed profligately and A glad cry of thanks and praise clearly must have been sounding throughout creation. And you, Christ was saying to those gathered around him, you, Christ is saying to you gathered here today, you have a part to play in bringing all of this about. Get in the game. Get your head in the game. Get your heart engaged. Gathering around Christ Jesus, receiving the rich seed of his unfailing love, realizing and relishing the role that he's entrusted to you now. Will you not play your part Will you be one of the 10,000 faces in which Christ is at play in creation, will you? Can you smell? Can you smell the bread baking? Can you taste it even, perhaps even now or imagine that it's there? Can you imagine the joy? that everyone will be feeling when that bread is broken and shared at God's great table. Friends, the center holds all. The sowers sow prolifically and all of creation knowing that God is great and God is good. Sighs with satisfaction, sings with joy, and joins in dance with the triune God, Creator, Son, and Spirit. My, what rich images we've received this day. May they help us when we go out of the house to labor in God's great field and may they yield abundantly in our blessing of creation. Amen.